The podcast you're listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. talking about the long fuse now this one i was excited because it has a sort of major um can we say crossover guest of uh, one of the great characters from house which was based on sherlock right so uh, so i was looking forward to seeing that yeah, so for those of you who didn't listen to our spoilers, this is one of the spoilers we were kind of squeeing over earlier um, that that Lisa Edelson was going to be on this episode. And she did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed her in this episode. Yeah. I especially loved when she was up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Lisa. <laughs> But yeah, so the the long fuse was another great twisty turny plot uh, about a bomb that was left in a building, and I really liked the idea that it was old and misfired. Basically, so yep. I, was, I was kind of bummed because I was I wanted to know more about those two guys at the beginning that that died. <laughs> they seem like they seem like cool characters. They got got their two minutes of of fame that they can put on their resumes now, right? I got killed on an episode of Elementary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, but, I mean, there was a lot of conversation for them not being major factors in the crime. So I thought that was interesting. Well, I, I think it goes to the idea of the twist. I mean, was, were they supposed to be bombed? Were they victims? Was someone targeting them? Right. And so you did want to be a bit invested in the characters. So I... Kudos to the writers. Yes. Uh, I also like the relationship quandary for this episode. Uh, Holmes needs to find a sober companion, or a sponsor because his sober companion is leaving, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And is he upset because he wants to be alone, or is he upset because Watson's leaving? I thought that was a good... They played it off well. With this, like, Mm -hmm. how does he feel? I don't know. I don't know how he feels. (laughs) And it also gave us a little bit of a timeline to sort of pin things to, because that, that was one of the things that I have been wondering is like, okay, how, this is TV time. So exactly how long has passed? Right. And it was like, okay, here, here is something that I can say this, this episode, she referenced that, that she's been with him for X number of weeks. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering about that too. Like, how are we going to sustain this relationship if it was already finite to begin with? Like she's only supposed to be there for a certain amount of time. Um, I thought it was interesting though, that she, it, she made it very clear that she doesn't have another client to go to yet. So maybe she is going to stay because <laughs> he can't, he can't be without her. <laughs> Either that or, you know, she doesn't have the money to make rent and <laughs> just rent, rent the room from Sherlock. Right. Yeah. It's a source of income. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. 
but yeah, so I, I like that between the two of them. <clears throat> and I like how determined she is, no matter what Holmes throws at her. She's still determined to, to, to get him a, a sponsor. I did like, I like the idea that this, um, one of the twists was that the guy had been phoning the wrong number. And it was one digit off, because I've done that before. There was uh, friends that I had who their phone number was one different from a very popular pizza parlor. Oh. And, and so they got, they were getting orders like all the time. And it was one of those things where they say, hello, is this Joe's pizza? No, no, you want, you, you dialed this. You need to, to hang up and very carefully dial, you know, oh, two mm-hmm. instead. And like, oh, okay. And that, so I, I like that. And I also like the idea that this it, it, it was possible now because of cell towers going up. Mm-hmm. That when, when the bomb was originally planted, it didn't have good reception. Yes, I, I thought that was just that was too funny. That was super funny. I, I liked, I liked the idea of hiding your criminal activity by blaming it on another group. I thought that was really a really clever way to do it. You're already getting bomb mm-hmm. threats, so why not bomb your own your own company? Yep. And uh, the twist with the with the character, like you think, okay, oh, um, I forget his name, the the guy who was dead already. Um, oh, you think he's 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 uh, yep. you think he's the bad guy, and then you think, oh well, uh, the CFO was angry at him, so and fired him, so you know, oh, it's that way, or no, it's this, and and what it went. And then for a little while, I was like, oh, the wife did it because it's at the house. <laughs> They got everybody involved in this, mm-hmm. but and, and I did. I, I, one of the things that it sort of tickles me is the fact that when they were talking about, about the uh, eco terrorist and they were listing off other bombings that they that he, he did, um, they, they mentioned that he bombed a paper mill in Utica, and it, it's just all of a sudden Utica is becoming over the past couple of years it's like the place that oh you need a mention of some random city in New York you use Utica <laughs> and I'm, all I could do was stare at the at the TV and like there's no, no paper mills in Utica <laughs> um, if you said if you said concrete mill okay yeah we've got concrete mills all over the place although oh, we, we can talk about the fact that there is uh, in the office is a paper company, I believe. They, they have one of their satellites in Utica. So maybe they, maybe they blew up the, the uh, paper mill from the office. office maybe. There we go. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, so that's one of those things that nobody else in the world caught that except for me. And I just sat there going, there's no paper mill in Utica. You screwed up. No, no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We do that every once in a while with things that are definitely not um, filmed in LA and they'll say like, Oh, we took this freeway to this freeway. And we're like, no, no, you didn't. There's mm-hmm. no way you did that. Uh, but yeah, I, I can understand that. I also really, I mean, the crime itself was really interesting with the, you know, he found the pager and obviously there'd be no parts of a pager in this kind of web development office. And, uh, the newspaper that wasn't all the way burned was from 2008, and it was Senator Obama, not President Obama. And I thought that was really yep. fascinating set of clues. And again, calls back to the idea that these are things that, if you take the time to notice them, mm-hmm. pretty much anybody could pick up on. Right. 
I also thought knowing her family history and her love of crosswords was interesting uh, in finally catching her. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, it would be really, like, who writes in all caps? (laughs) Why would you write in all caps? And like, oh, because it's for the crossword. Yep. So that was fun. And I like that Sherlock brings the picture in on his cell phone. I like those little details of Mm -hmm. of technology. You know, obviously that's how we would do it if we were around. You know, if this was us solving it, we'd have pictures on our cell phone. Yep. Bring. Mm -hmm. Well, unless you're me who only uses their cell phone to make phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm so bad behind the times. It's it's not funny. (laughs) Yeah, but do you have a VCR? I still do. Yes, I do. And I, that's because of the fact I have VHS tapes that I absolutely love to watch. We still, have, we have still, still have VHS tapes so as, or VH, VCRs. And so when he said, who has a VCR? I'm like, I do. Yep. It, actually, now that I think we have two, because we have a, a TV VCR combo that we use, we, we bought it for a long camping trip and it plugs into the, the car. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, but this this did start with a nice callback. Um, I was very excited about that, just speaking about VCRs in general, with Sherlock um, watching all of the TVs again. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yay. It wasn't just a one-off. He is doing it again. Yeah. I do like that, I, especially since we get a little more explanation of why he's doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that he turns off one so Watson can talk to him. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I, I have this many channels of input. You need to talk to me, so I need to turn it off one, and it's still the same number of channels of input. Okay, I, cool. I also <laughs> like the, the extra little bit that he is reading a book also. This is like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people where it's like, no, can't even do I also like him quoting. I'm reading a book that you you, you could march a circus people through here, and I wouldn't notice them mm-hmm. because I'm reading a book. Right. I also like him quoting. I think it was the Invisible Man or the Thin Man, the Thin Man on on the movie with the uh, the drugs line. I thought that was really good. Yep. Because he he does this to Watson a lot, and I like it's what part of their relationship that I like. He's like, it just when it seems like he's opening up. Uh, no, it, that was fake. <laughs> fake opening, yeah. And that I mean that, that that is that is something with the character with with this particular character that I like. I like the fact that they are utilizing his manipulation mm-hmm. a bit more yeah. and the fact that he can read people so well and, and he's able to manipulate them. And I, I mean, I, th- that is something that in the books that Sherlock Holmes did, I mean, there was one story, I, I don't remember where it is, but he set up this character and he was actually had this long standing flirtation over a period of, of two weeks or something with one of the maids of, of someone he was investigating and just so that way he could get access into the house and information. Right. And so there's that, that there's not often, yeah, my, my tongue is working, I swear. Um, that's not 
often shown in, in the movies or in some of the later uh, TV shows and, and movies that we've been seeing. Yeah, he, he gets engaged to her. And Watson goes, what? <laughs> He's like, oh, no, it's okay. There's another guy that's a rival for me, and it's it'll be fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's the master back blackmailer. And, yeah, he, he's very manipulative. Like, when it suits his purpose, he will manipulate. And you're right. It's something that's not uh, in most of the things. Like, you see it some in the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes because he manipulates everyone around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that seems even more callous than... <laughs> that's more roguish. It's a little more immature, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I really liked Holmes and Watson in this episode. I think because they weren't technically fighting at all. They weren't really angry with each other. It was more of, they were at odds and cross purposes. And I loved the coffee scene with the first guy. I just thought that was great. Asked him two impossible questions and then leaves. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh. Nope, he's gone. <laughs> I like that it wasn't that he was a bad guy. It was just that he wasn't the right guy. And you could tell that, nope, that Holmes, was, Holmes was looking for every excuse. He was definitely for- shallow. I mean, not, not in a bad sense. Right. But Sherlock is very much about depth, about going into things as, as in-depth as, and to minute detail as possible. And this guy, it was just, it, it wasn't about that. He didn't have that depth that, that was needed. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet, later we meet Alfredo, who seems a very unlikely sponsor for Sherlock, but winds up being the perfect sponsor. I kept trying to make him the quiz master from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> and I actually had to stop. I had to pause the show and, and look on on IMDb to figure out if he actually was and he wasn't mm-hmm. but it just I was like that would have been so awesome <laughs> it's like ah he's got the same role model but oh well oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I love I love yeah, that the, 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 and, and the way that they ended up bonding yes that car <laughs> what 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 do you have now you're just laughing over the way my brain works. I love the, um, I love the, I'm self-sufficient. Like he says it to Watson and then he says it to Alfredo. I thought that was great. Of course you are. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> I love how, how mommy, uh, Watson sounds at the end, you know, of course you are. <laughs> of course. Yep. As in, No. <laughs> But if you want to think that, that's okay. And the fact that he brought him up, he's like, okay, break into the car. Yes, I will let you be my sponsor. Mm -hmm. You have brought me a toy. (laughs) Yay. And I like it because it also heralds the stories. You know, most of Holmes's friends outside of Watson were were common people, were, were street people, were were, you know, like the Baker Street Irregulars, which is his network of kids, orphan kids from the streets, you know, he really bonds with those people in the stories. So the idea that Alfredo is more of a street person, I think, is going to be really helpful. 
he finds those people real, you know, mm-hmm. and other people like bankers fake. Yep. Fakers, PR people. Yes. PR <laughs> prostitutes turn PR people. <laughs> now that was, that was actually looking at Lisa. I, I kept hoping that there was going to be, it's was like, okay, they're going to do some sort of something that, you know, gives a nod to, to house because that that's usually how these things go. If you've got a, a guest star, then you're going to try to, to tie in something from the last series they did or whatever. But instead, as soon as when the, the tape started playing and I realized that she was a prostitute, I was like, Oh, that's what happened after she left the West wing. Because in the first season of, the West Wing, she was playing a law student who was putting herself through school with the oldest profession. And I was like, okay, so instead of being a lawyer, she just went on to be a PR consultant instead. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you always play prostitutes? What? Why, why do people typecast you like that? I don't get it, but okay. Because she's so pretty. <laughs> she could be a high-end escort. Yes. It, it, I mean, there's so many, so many opportunities for, for the guest stars to have fun in this series. So yay for, for big name guest stars. All right. Well, we'll be back next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Ah, yay, me.